Let's be live. Go. Welcome back, strangers. Today, we're live with Sir Spooks, a horror YouTuber who's well-known for his caught-on-camera videos, cryptid series, and urban legends. Thank you for joining us on this wonderful Friday night. We're a little bit earlier than usual, but uh, that's because we have the awesome Sir Spooks, so it's going to be a good time. Uh, for those who don't know, my name's Blake. I do the some of the editing, and I'm the voice for the majority of our videos, and uh, yeah, good to see you all. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, I'm Ethan. I'm the other half of the Strangest. Together, we're a paranormal and unsolved mysteries YouTube channel. In case you guys are new, we're the strange and haunted places around the world, and we release a video usually each week. If not, we have the weekly live stream every Friday night. And uh, thank you guys for checking it out. But I'm Ethan. I help write the scripts, edit, and do random stuff on the internet for us. So. Welcome, Sir Spooks. Did we give you a proper introduction, or how would you describe yourself and your channel to strangers? Um, you I pretty much just described it perfectly, I think. It's just called on camera, crypts, it's urban legends. It's pretty much it. Yeah. How did you decide that? Like, what made you interested in that? I don't know. It's just, I think, ever since I was a little kid, I, I was just interested in horror. I would go to the library and read all the books about Bigfoot and UFOs and ghosts and such. It, I don't know. It was just natural for me. Yeah. That's how I got into it, too. There was a specific book in my school library, and I went to a Catholic elementary school, so I'm surprised they had a book on, like, paranormal, like, it was UFOs <laughs> and all this stuff. And that, that hooked me because I had never really paid attention to that before. So. Yeah, it's just something really fascinating about it. You know, the unknown That's just what struck me, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, in the same way I got into, I think, I think, blah, 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 blah. I think I got into it from watching horror movies as a kid. And I was just like, oh man, I need more of this. What can I do? Oh, internet. Cool. Let me search for everything under the sun. So I just got into it and I always liked the unknown paranormal yeah. supernatural. So it's fun time. Yeah. But hello, everyone in the chat. I'm glad you're here. Uh, Jonah says, "Please, sir, give me some twerking material." I've been listening. To Nick I've been listening to all Nicki Minaj records, and there's nothing left for me anymore. Uh, so. I'm not sure what to say. <laughs> I'd be more surprised if you did. <laughs> yeah. Maybe sometime throughout the stream, we'll give you some. Uh, we'll give you some twerking material. Uh, hey, yeah. low light, Linda, love, hate. How's it going? Uh, low light said it's almost midnight in the UK. Sorry, and we're doing it earlier than usual. We usually do it at eight o'clock uh, our time, but now it's seven, so we're trying. <clears throat> hey, Rebecca, Jersey D said, uh, "Okay, just talking to Rebecca." All right, cool, we're good. We can move right. on. <laughs> so, man, your channel's grown. It's it's like almost doubled in size since we first collaborated with you. Why, why do you think it's growing so much, or is it just like the momentum going? Um, it, yeah, it's been crazy. I actually have no clue why it, I pretty much do the same content as I always do, but I guess for some reason, the YouTube algorithm suddenly likes me or something. I don't know. Um, might be luck, might be, uh, people just, I mean, I guess maybe it's because, um, I've started going to the more obscure places on the internet to try and find, um, videos that people haven't seen before. That's something I find really important. Um, yeah, I think that might be why. I'm, I'm not really sure, to be honest. 
Yeah. It's awesome. You've been doing it for two years now. How has it like changed since you first started? Well, in the beginning, I just kind of experimented with it. I was just trying all sorts of videos. So sometimes I do uh, three scary stories or maybe a call on camera video. And then I would talk about a creepy pasta or something. So now I, I have um, like, I have three series that I do, and uh, that's what's changed. It's it's not all over the place anymore. It's more focused. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, though. I mean, bringing something new to the table is great, because I mean, people do get tired of hearing the same stories over and over again. So when you do bring an original story, I think people really appreciate it. But sometimes you do have to go to the dark corners of the internet to find them. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> so on that topic, I don't know if it's in the algorithm. I'm just going off. Like, do you have a favorite story that you've covered recently or in general? Um, well, the my newest video about the hungry grass, I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, I have hadn't really seen anyone covering it on YouTube. So I just thought it was really fascinating. While most people thought it was kind of silly and dumb, I guess. But I don't know. No, I really liked talk. it, man. That was that was different. Like that Thank was you. that was really cool. So what? How did you find out about that? Did you just were you just like looking online, or what? Like what inspires you? Are you just like late nights on the internet, and you're like, man, this is obscure. Let's do it. It's pretty much just I was uh, online late at night trying to find some random uh, cryptid that would be fun to make uh, a video about. Maybe do. I usually try to find something that can actually be done in a short film form because it if it was just some insane cryptid, it would be really difficult to, you know, make a short film out of it. Uh, so uh, then I found the hungry grass, and uh, all I would need is, was a patch of grass, which was pretty easy <laughs> to find. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't fly all the way to Ireland to film that. That's that authentic Irish grass. <laughs> yeah, I flew all the way to Ireland for that video. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, it was just a forest, like I guess a couple of miles away from my house. So Were pretty you trespassing when you did that. <laughs> I is it trespassing to enter the forest? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, everything's trespassing nowadays. Yeah, really, it really is. Demonetize, taking the video down, you're out. It's the end of it. <laughs> you plagiarized grass, man. That wasn't your grass. <laughs> yeah. The bad thing is I can see it getting to that point. It's like you used grass that was in someone else's video. That's considered duplication. Uh, yeah. You have to take down your video. <laughs> Are you the copyright holder of that grass, sir? <laughs> I'm going to need to see some identification for the grass. <laughs> I wouldn't even be surprised. That's going that way it's trying to copy strike your channel for that <laughs> <laughs> so is uh sir spooks is it just you or do you have like a team around you like how does it how does your channel work um i do it all myself and sometimes when i do the cryptid profile or open legend series i have a friend of mine called mess who helps me film and and sometimes he acts in the video and then I'm trying to get a few more actors for the next, uh, you know, episodes of those series. But uh, for everything else, I do it my, on my own. Yeah. How long That's does it struggle. take you to make a video? 
it really depends on the subject i think if i mean usually it depends on how long it takes to find the material and then it's just to about writing the script and uh, doing the narration and editing so i guess at least 10 hours i think yeah sometimes more can take a couple of days at least that makes me feel a lot better because I've seen a lot of YouTubers, and they're like, oh, yeah, I knock a video out in just two hours. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's like yeah. I sit here for hours and hours and hours. It's like, am I doing it wrong? Yeah. Yeah, I don't so, know how people can do it daily. It's absolutely insane. I just don't have the focus to do it daily. Like, I mean, I'm sure it could be done, but it's like it wouldn't be good. Maybe yeah. some people are just a lot better. Yeah. I saw where Swamp Dweller posted like the other day, like, oh, I knocked out everything I want to get done in a week today. I'm like, wow, that's impressive. Wow. If that was me, all my problems would be solved right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so are you do you live in Denmark or are you just originally from there? So I live in tell, Denmark. Yeah. What's Denmark still, like? Um and the nature is pretty much just a bunch of fields. You won't find much else, honestly. But I mean, I mean Denmark is fine. Everything yeah. about it is fine. I was really uh, glad. I went to Copenhagen one time, like 10, 12 years ago, a long time ago. Okay, so, how was it? I was young, and I mean, I went. Th we went through a lot of Scandinavian countries. So the main thing I remember is the Little Mermaid statue because that's like what I associated with it, I guess. So yeah, that's the biggest tourist attraction, I guess. Yeah, the tourist so, trap area. Yeah. <laughs> Shuffle everyone along. <laughs> it doesn't matter who we have on this live stream. Ethan's been to their country. It's like every time. Yeah, something. He's like, oh yeah, you know that thing. Oh yeah, I know that thing. And I'm just like, okay, okay. I've never left the country, but whatever. <laughs> but no, that's that's awesome. I'd definitely rather be there than here. It's a little bit of a struggle here. <laughs> Is it? Uh, I mean, it's not a struggle, struggle. It's, you know, there's definitely far worse, but it's just, you know, we kind of have trouble making decisions on our own as a whole. We tend to make bad choices, <laughs> but yeah. I'll save that for a different video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just have one question with all the stuff like about Denmark, like with your taxes and everything, is it worth all the stuff you guys get out of it? Because you guys have high taxes, don't you? Yeah, we have really high taxes. So I'm also looking to make the channel into a company to hopefully, you know, make that easier because, uh, you know, the YouTube monetization issues are pretty annoying right now. So having to pay uh, high taxes for all that, it, that sucks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so would BB and a company help you there when you get yeah, tax breaks? You would, yeah, you would definitely yeah. have to pay less at least. So. Well, you should incorporate, man. Be Sir Spook Studios, man. Do everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you 20 years old? I saw that on Famous Birthdays that you posted on Instagram where you have a little profile about yourself online. So, are you yeah. 20? Yeah, only? I'm 20. That's impressive, man. You do all this stuff and you're only 20. So, do you do YouTube full-time or do you go to school? Or, like, what's your day like? Thank you. Um, it's full-time right now. I just graduated a year ago. So I started uh, when I started the channel when there was a year left. So that was kind of stressful trying to build it up from that. But 
it worked out and yeah now it's full time uh how so about you guys how how old are you just just 42 <laughs> <laughs> how old do you think we are <laughs> back in my day we didn't, 50? No, we didn't have no internet 50, 60. We, yeah. we pulled out the window to get people to listen to us but no uh, i'm 27 uh and the fact that you're doing this at 20 makes me really upset <laughs> it's like i wish you know of course when i was 20 you know youtube wasn't as big but i mean still it's like that's impressive thank you you're definitely off to a good start in life <laughs> well i actually made videos way before that i think i've made videos on youtube for like eight years now so i have practice i guess see i made videos on youtube but i didn't make good ones <laughs> And I think that's the big thing. <laughs> I used to make skit videos back in the day, ones that probably only my friends and I would find funny. But like uh, live action skit videos. Yeah, I'm not going to say which channel because they're the worst. <laughs> okay. But they're. I will say it's a challenge to anyone that that cares. They are out there if you wish to go on that journey and find them. I think well, Ethan my, dropped the name before. Well, my old channel is way more embarrassing. I used to make RuneScape videos. If you know what that game is. Yeah. Oh, meet me in the wildy. How about that? Yeah, yeah. I used to play RuneScape a lot as a kid. Well, teenager. It's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I played it. I played it for quite a while as well. Very well, addicting. Re Rebecca just doxed the channel. So. I was gonna try to link it, but I didn't want to get off the the outline and then just mess it up and struggle after that. But yeah, it's the other MLB. Other MLB, which I think is also the reason why it struggled, is because it had a wasn't the best for SEO. So did you is your did you originally have another channel, or has it all been Sir Spooks that you like renamed, rebranded, and kept it going, just like privated the videos or whatever? I have an old channel with all my RuneScape videos. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the term machinima. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Not the YouTube or the company, yeah, no, but machinima. like red versus blue. Well. Yeah, it's like, I guess it's a movie type of thing in a game or a short yeah. film. Uh, that's that's kind of the types of videos I used to make. Basically, when you act things out with the video game. Yeah, you kind of, you, you can have a camera in the game and you would try and get good camera angles and then have your friends do some voice acting for it. That's pretty much what I did. You would have done that for Minecraft when it was popular. You could be like at 2 million subs right now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> now, I know a lot of like former Minecraft YouTubers who got that's where they got their initial following from, and then it pivoted into other things. So, yeah, a lot of the biggest Minecraft channels are actually originally from uh, RuneScape. They used to make RuneScape videos. Do you know Sky does Minecraft? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was in a couple of his RuneScape videos, and I guess now he has like 10 million subs. It's it's incredible. I mean, you should have held on to those connections. But you're doing really good to yourself, but, but still. <laughs> Thank you. Now, I just talk about the Denmark taxes because people are always arguing about the stuff we get in America, like having to pay for health care and everything. And, and we still pay a decent amount in taxes, but we don't get those great benefits. Like we get student loans, health care, all those struggles. So Yeah, it's definitely way harder in the US, I think. We do get a lot of benefits um, from paying higher taxes. So, do you think it's worth it? Yeah, I think it's worth it. But sometimes it feels like 
the taxes are just a tad too high. But when you look at other countries, I don't know the percentages in the U.S. really. I don't know. All in I don't know. I know. <laughs> what really got me into it is like my grandpa always talks about it. And then on a H3 podcast, they were talking about it. And uh, with Jacksepticeye, they were c- comparing like Ireland's taxes to the UK to California's. And H3 says they pay like 50% of their income automatically goes to California, like federal and state taxes and everything. And they don't get the free healthcare and school and all that stuff. And they were just wondering like, is it really worth it or not? And since then, I was just like, is it? And like Scandinavian countries, not only do you guys get like good stuff, but it's also like always listed as like the happiest places in the world. Like Norway, Denmark, Sweden are always like supposedly listed as like the happiest places to live. Yeah. But that could be an over exaggeration. <laughs> I'm not really sure if it's actually true, but you know, that's what they say. They say it said Denmark was the happiest place one year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a happy guy? <laughs> or does what like doing all these dark videos mess with you? Does any does anything like really mess with you that you've covered? Yeah, definitely. Like if there's a it's if it's like a real life um a tragedy or death, someone getting murdered really brutally or something like that, really it messes with me, but all the paranormal stuff doesn't really bother me too much unless it's like a really scary video i found which rarely happens yeah the real stuff's always the scariest it's like oh this actually happened that's the bad thing it's like it doesn't matter what kind of monsters you find you know stories or anything like that it's like there's always someone in the real world that's done something worse (laughs) yeah it's uh... true like Ethan was telling me a story the other day. I won't talk about it, but it was just so messed up. Our Valentine's Day Patreon video. So mark that in your calendar. That'd be a patron. <laughs> God, it's it's so bad. Like I'm not trying to hype it up. It's just really bad. Like it's it's messed up. You can't so. give any hints or anything. It's a murder. It's okay. uh it's a like a really super dark murder, and it happened in 2007. And it's something that would is really like one of the darkest things I've found on the internet. So, yeah, it's a murder that also involves people with. Well, the victim was mentally challenged, so that yeah, makes it worse. Yeah, wow. yeah. yeah it I just read... love and deception. It's kind of good. It's just a crazy story. So, I also read a story today that really messed me up um, from Japan. Uh, some girl getting kip- kidnapped by um, a couple of boys from school who had. Uh, connections with the Yakuza Um, and she was just trapped in that basement for 40 days or something that's really a terrifying story Um, but I don't remember her name so I can't really tell you much about it but yeah some stuff is just really messed up that's awful yeah so when did you start covering more messed up stuff so your first video was a Bigfoot encounters video it's also like your third most viewed video now. So when did you go from like cryptids to being like, I'm going to cover some dark, even dark stuff. That that makes me a little creeped out and scared. Um, I think I had it all planned out at first. I, I wrote down a bunch of ideas uh, and I just started off with Bigfoot because I don't know. 
I love Bigfoot. <laughs> I love that legend. And uh, I don't know. I, just, I guess at some point I was just ready to do one of those darker videos, but but I all always uh, procrastinated with those videos because they were just so disturbing and it, it just felt so wrong. Like for some reason making videos about them. Uh, I don't know if you've ever felt like that. That's how I feel about this video we were just talking about. I feel I feel bad about it when it's a recent video and there's a chance victims like family and stuff can see it. Someone actually did see our Austin yogurt shop video. That's a was a brother to one of the victims and our Charles Whitman video. His cousin commented on our Reddit post about it. So stuff like that. I mean, because I don't want it to. A lot of stuff. It's like I would rather bring awareness instead of people thinking like, "Oh, you're trying to profit off of like people's like stuff that happened to them." It's yeah, but you could also argue that their their stories deserve to be told by someone. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, a lot of these stories, for example, you know, Ethan finds our stories, and half the time I haven't heard of them. So I mean, who's? I mean, the least we can do is you know get it out there. So it's yeah. not forgotten about. If it's forgotten about, no one's going to find out. I'm not saying that we're going to help someone solve a case, but we're, you know, not hurting it. Yeah, one of the darker ones that we covered was the Belize City Ripper in Belize, Central America, and like we're only the second YouTube video about it. The rest are like Belize news channel videos about it, like covering the anniversary of it, but no, like actual like other YouTubers have ever mentioned it. So, oh, and it's I a pretty dark story. I have yet to see that video, so I guess I have to check it out now. Yeah, I, haven't even, I haven't even heard about that subject. Yeah. I'm guessing it's uh, pretty gruesome. It is. Yeah. So, and the only way I found out about it was I was going to Belize on a cruise, and well, we, we had started the channel, so I was like looking up stuff to like cover like either haunted places or unsolved crimes, and that came up as like the unsolved crime, and I was like, wow, how has no one ever? mentioned this. It even has like the whole like Jack the Ripper name too. So I figured like people would really latch on to it and not much is known about it. Even the sources online are like usually like 10 year old articles. No one really covers it. It's creepy. That's yeah. creepy. It is. So do you think Bigfoot is real or do you, what do you think is real? Like uh, Carrie said, you sound like a skeptic. Are you a skeptic or are you a believer in things? Oh, do I sound like a skeptic? That's uh, what she just she just commented saying you seem like a skeptic. Oh, I don't have the chat open, so I can't even see it. No, um, it's fine. It's I'm not really sure to be honest because I have a I usually just have an open mind. I don't want to draw any conclusions just saying it's fake or it's real. Um, I don't know. I'm just open to the idea that it might be real, but I don't know. Uh, I guess that's a kind of boring answer, but that's just how I feel um, about most things. I guess some subjects I'd say they're just completely fake, but I can't really come up with any right now. What do you think is the most real that you've covered? Like, have you ever seen like a, like either video footage or a story where you're like, holy shit, I can't prove this is real, but I think this is it. Yeah, I've definitely seen some. The first one that comes up, comes to mind is, um, have you seen the, it's a pretty famous ghost video of uh, uh, filmed in Gettysburg uh, at oh, night, yeah. I think. Uh, it's the really, ghost it's, in the forest. That actually yeah. makes me want to go to Gettysburg. It's yeah. crazy. where you can see them like flying through the trees. Yeah, definitely. It, it looks really authentic to me. I think it's real. 
but who knows? Could could be fake. I guess it's just. I guess it was like the it was like kind of low quality, but the fact that the you know, I don't. It was too good looking. I'm. I'm how can I explain this? The video quality was low, but the effects, it, it's like anyone that would use that low quality wouldn't be able to make those effects, in my opinion. Like, it looked authentic. Yeah, it's really difficult to create good effects on a low quality camera. And it looked very real. Also, that reaction seemed uh, genuine. So, yeah, and we've really wanted to go, we'll end up going to Gettysburg, but I definitely want to check that out because that, that was one of the few videos that just kind of gave me the creeps. It's like, oh man, that's really weird. And yeah. it, was just, it wasn't just like, oh, did you see that blur right there? It's like m multiple. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. So, I mean, there was a big war fought there. So, it's, I mean, if anything would be haunted, it's definitely got the criteria met. <laughs> yeah, could be the soldiers haunting the place. <laughs> I've always wanted the camp on a ha like a haunted battlefield, like where their crazy battles happen and see if anything happens through the whole like voice recording thing. <laughs> His not wife's about not about it. it, though. No, she is not about anything like that, but it'd be a fun time. Yeah, it could be pretty scary. Uh, Lowlight said, uh, if you can find it, watched Fact or Fate, Paranormal Files. They covered that video and loads more, and they try to debunk them. It's great. That's what I kind of like. Like I like to see people's opinions on how things could have been faked. I haven't, you know, I'd like to watch that video because, like, I don't know. Like, that was, it was a really good fake if it was fake but I think that's probably one of the best cases for paranormal activity. So, I like it. What about the OG Bigfoot video? Like, Do you think that's a guy in a suit, or do you think that is really something? Uh, that's such a tough question. Um, I think some people say that it is, that it's been proven to be fake, but I haven't really seen any uh, evidence of it being fake. But I don't know. I honestly don't know. What do you guys think? I think we touched on this a little bit last week, but it's like there's been so many people that have faked, you know, footage and faked, you know, encounters that, I, you know, it's it makes it harder to believe. But, yeah. I mean, I, I want to believe. I don't think it's too far-fetched. I mean, if there's a thousand videos, maybe maybe just one of them is real. I mean, honestly, the odds are in our favor of one being real. It's like, you're saying a yeah. thousand out of a thousand aren't real? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's it's possible. I mean, just like we talked about Loch Ness last, you know, last week. It's like, it's not the most far-fetched thing in the world. We've had creatures that resembled it before. Just like, you know, Bigfoot, you know, where it's a human-looking figure. We know that we evolved from, well, sorry, not going to go down that... Supposedly we evolved from apes. I mean, it's not too far-fetched to say that there's some kind of missing link out there. So Yeah, true. I think I, the reason why I brought that up is I saw a video that like broke down, like kind of zoomed up, and said like you could see kind of like muscle movement underneath. So they were saying like if it was that detailed, like that someone would try to be that detailed to fake it when camera quality was so bad back then. That's something that made me question it. I mean, the first few times, first times I've ever seen that video, it literally to me looks like a dude just was strolling across in a Bigfoot suit. I mean, so, but. <laughs> it could be. Uh, All right, so have that. you ever had a paranormal encounter or anything that made you think 
something happened, something strange? Yeah, a couple of years ago, I had an encounter that was really kind of strange. Um, I was watching uh, The Visit, the new, pretty new horror movie from M. Night Shyamalan. And um, suddenly I heard a woman's voice call my name twice uh, from downstairs. And then I just uh, called back um, and no one replied. And uh, then we have a robot vacuum cleaner um, downstairs as well. It just, it started up by itself uh, immediately afterwards. And then I went downstairs and asked my brother if um, if anyone had gotten home, um, and no one no one was home. So uh, that was kind of weird. I can't really explain that at all. But I'm a hundred percent sure a woman's voice called my name twice. You think your house is haunted, or do you think that was just like a one-time thing? Well, we've been told that it is haunted by an old lady. Um, from from someone we know who uh, is into that kind of stuff. I don't know if it's true, uh, but that's what we've been told. And she said that she was downstairs in the room where I also heard the voice. So it could definitely be haunted. Who knows? I'm just going to level with you. If there's any haunted room in your house, it's the one you're recording in right now. <laughs> Looks like you're in the attic. Um. I just turned off the lights behind me. <laughs> it's got to be haunted. Or, but I mean, hey, you, you also could just have a haunted Roomba. So, a what? Oh, I'm sorry. You're, uh, you said you had a remote vacuum. Oh, yeah. yeah. It could be. <laughs> Sounds like a D-list horror movie. Yeah, it really does. Like some horror movies, a lot of them start with the old person coming and saying, "That shit's haunted. You better get out. Get out now." <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I you really don't want to go to this house. <laughs> yeah. Just set up cameras, man. You might get get a cool video out of it. Yeah, if I was extremely lucky, it just happened while I was recording. <laughs> I, I doubt it, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, you're, we don't usually have the guests, you know, have their webcam on, so we never know. But I mean, this would be the perfect chance. If something starts floating behind you, we'll let you. We'll probably let you know. It it could happen. I you mean, know. you guys keep an eye out for it. I can't really see it. <laughs> Everyone watch this background. It might be haunted. Get that audience retention. <laughs> Everyone's just watching to make sure nothing falls. So, all right, I'm gonna guys. get creeped out. I'm gonna get creeped out if if anyone sees something. Uh, I, don't know I get creeped every now and then when I'm doing the live streams because like you know normally I don't hear that much but when I have my headphones plugged into my microphone I can hear things just behind me it's like what was that what was that uh, that's creepy <laughs> uh, the perks of and I also think my house is kind of creepy so it's just have, the package so yeah you, you guys, can watch all of our stuff <laughs> have you guys had any ghostly encounters yourselves I've heard things, uh, especially when I lived in my parents' house. There was always, we always had a really weird feeling, like like we were being watched coming from the basement. And my sister claims that she saw things in the basement. Uh, she said she saw a guy in a cowboy hat and a little kid, which, I mean, I can deal with the cowboy hat guy, but kids, I don't, mm -mm, no thanks. But uh, I never saw anything. I heard things knock over, and I could never find out what it was, but it was loud. Uh, I've heard voices, but... At the same time, it's it's like, you know, I'm not 100% sure that it was something that you know, it couldn't be explained. But uh, 
the biggest thing was I've heard walking in the house when no one else was home. Now that's gotten to me. But again, like I'm the type of person that I have to see something to really say, hey, this is haunted. But definitely creepy. So Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. And I have never seen anything scary, so I can't say for sure if it's actually haunted. Yeah. I uh, had an experience when we were in New Orleans. We were oh. in a cemetery not the really famous st louis cemetery but another one that's supposed to be haunted and it was like in the middle of like a really rough area we lot we got there like 15 minutes before it closed we we're wandering around we'd all split up and i was filming i went into this mausoleum thing it wasn't like a closed off mausoleum you could like walk in it i got like this really big like sense of like dread and i was like not really worried about because we've been to, into like 15 cemeteries by that point on this trip and so I just walk out. I'm not really thinking much of it, but I still kind of feel weird. And then, like, as I'm walking, I just feel like I trip up, but it's not like I stubbed my foot on something like you would if you're just, like, walking retarded. I felt like something literally tripped me at my shins, like something invisible, and I stumble. And I just, like, keep feeling, like, almost sick. And so I kind of go back and, like, apologize to this <laughs> mausoleum kind of all, like, retardedly and just leave. <laughs> And uh, it was, and then right then we got kicked out of the cemetery too because they were supposedly closing it. So, but it was, it was not a good time. And I didn't like it afterwards. And I didn't want to go into a cemetery after that. And that's definitely one place that we visited that I just wouldn't want to go back. So it really did feel like I disturbed something. And it was in the middle of the day too. So it wasn't like I was, had an overactive imagination. And we'd been to, I was like the last cemetery on this trip we'd been. And I don't know what happened. And it definitely didn't seem like something happened. I don't know. Is that that's the first time you told really us? Yeah, I think that's the first time I've told the whole thing. Because when it happened, I didn't really even want to talk about it because they freaked me out so much. Ethan so. was really upset about it. Like I was just like, oh, man, I wish it happened to me. And Ethan's like, shut up, man. It's like, I don't want to go to any more cemeteries. We're done with cemeteries. But <laughs> like, it definitely bothered him. Like, I guess he's got video of himself tripping. I haven't seen the video. I know it exists, but I haven't you know, gotten to look at it yet. Oh, there's a video of it? Yeah, yeah. I, I see. That's what reminded me of it, because today we were like preparing a New Orleans video. Not today, yes, one day this week. We were transferring files, so I was going through and like organizing them. And I was trying to see if you can see it. The problem is I was using like our GoPro that has a gimbal stabilizer on it, so you can't really tell that I like trip because it stabilizes the footage. Oh. So... But it, it happened, and it was... But I guess you can see Ethan go back to the grave. <laughs> yeah, I do. I go back. I even I even left something at it, because, like, there's a big thing there is, like, they leave something at it. So I left a part of my... Uh, I had a... For my phone, I had a thing to clip my phone to a tripod. I left that on there. That's the only thing I had. I didn't have, like, any coins or anything. So I just left that sitting on the gate to that. I was like, I'm done leaving. So... Yeah, and the thing is, like, the cemetery we were recording, it wasn't supposedly haunted. Like, the reason we were there was because we were visiting sites from American Horror Story Coven just for a future video, you know, while we were in New Orleans. And then that happened to him. Like, all the ones that were supposed to be haunted, we didn't have any experiences. But the one that wasn't, you know, didn't have any real stories, Ethan had an, had an encounter. So, you never know, guys. Always you know, record. Yeah. And of all the places we went on that trip, that's the only thing that, that messed with me. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Selena said, the house we're in is haunted, voices, movement, and it likes to toss stuff across the room. Nope. No thanks. 
uh, low light said uh in my house things move around we hear people walking all the time and in my room when i was decorating i had a shelf laid up against the wall and it kept being thrown about two feet across the room <laughs> this is violent man like that's where i draw the line like i can deal with voices i can deal with walking if someone starts throwing stuff in my house they need to start paying rent it's like who gave you the right <laughs> But uh, let's see. Yes, that is Sir Spooks. And uh, uh, Carrie asked, uh, did Sir Spooks ever say what his biggest fear was? Uh, no, I didn't actually. That's kind of a tough question. Um, biggest fear. Uh, what could that be? I hate going to the dentist. I don't know if that <laughs> counts. Uh, going to the doctor, I hate all that stuff. I just want to get it over with. Also, hated doing presentations in school. Um, and it was like a 20-minute long pre presentation or something like that. I just didn't want to do it. Uh, so I guess talking in front of a large crowd m might be it. Isn't that crazy, though? It's kind of ironic, almost. It's yeah, like it is. a lot of people have that fear, you know, and you have that fear, but then, you know, so many people watch your content. It's like just the fact that you're not live makes all the difference. But, the, I mean, just you have such a big audience, you know, listening to your project or your presentation, so to speak. Yeah, so. that kind of also makes me anxious every time I have to upload. I, you know... Back when it was just a couple hundred views or so, it, it was no problem. But now it's just kind of uh, anxiety-inducing, in I guess, to upload videos. Uh, but I guess that just happens once uh, your audience grows really quickly somehow. Have you ever shelved know. a video because you didn't think it was good enough? Well, you like you got too inside your head about something and not released it? Um. I don't think I've actually on a, on search spooks. I don't think I've created a full video and not uploaded, uh, but I have definitely written scripts and uh, started narrating. And then I thought, no, it, I don't really want to do it, honestly. So yeah. in the chat, what's up phantom and after dark, how are you guys doing? And, uh, Let's see, how do you stay motivated? Do you ever go through like doubt or anything where you're like, I don't want to release something? Or do you just, like, what's your day like trying to make content? Do you have a goal? Or since you basically set everything, your hours and everything yourself. Yeah, it, it can uh, sometimes, uh, it can be pretty difficult to have motivation when you do it all on your own. Um, so I definitely have to take some days off uh, once in a while. But usually, I just um, have all my plans in my head uh, for what I'm going to do the next day. And uh, then I just hope for the best. <laughs> do you have a goal of like how many videos you're supposed to release like each month or anything? Or you just play it by ear? I, I do. I want to get like videos out two times a week, but that mostly fails. So... Usually it just becomes like seven videos a month or so, yeah. which I think is fine. Yeah, no, you, yeah, it's a good hour. <laughs> that's that's better than us. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> we struggle, <laughs> but it's fun. Um, we have a lot. Of 
So it is really difficult sometimes getting videos out so often because you also have a life outside YouTube that you have to take care of. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Crippling uh, procrastination. Yeah, I, I get that a lot. Not no. not gonna lie, honestly. But it's uh once you then upload the video and it does well, then you're very motivated again, I think. At yeah, least it's rejuvenating. It's like yeah. a, it's almost like a curve, like <laughs> Yeah. It is. And uh, on that topic, Lowlight asked, uh, do you ever experience post upload depression? I do. <laughs> it well it depends. Like it's like when I finish a video and I, I set it, you know, schedule it for upload, I get like a little bit of a dopamine rush. It's just like, oh yeah, finally I finished it. I don't have to worry about it for a couple days. Hopefully it performs well. But if you watch a video that you put a lot of work into and it kind of struggles or it gets like, you know, not the best, you know, reaction, it's like, oh man. Cause it's like, you know, like back to the presentation thing. It's like you work hard on a presentation, you put it out there for the world and they're like, oh man, this is garbage. It's like, oh. I just wasted so many hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for me, it's a thing, but I, it's more good than bad. It has definitely been a thing for me, but I think as time goes on, you just kind of learn to deal with it. If a video does badly, you just got to brush it aside and, you know, move on. But I definitely get uh, in a kind of bad mood if a video I worked really hard on does really badly or people just don't like it. Um, yeah, I get that too, definitely. Do you have a video that you think is super underrated that's your favorite, that you're still like, man, I wish people would have re reacted to that or shared it more or something? Uh, my newest video, I think, is kind of underrated. Uh, yeah. It's usually the critted profile episodes uh, that get less views, which is understandable. It's, um, it's very different kind of content. It's not... Um, you know, the caught on camera videos are very much for entertainment. And um, and the cryptid profile videos is just to learn something new. And uh, so, yeah, it's kind of understandable why they get less views. But I would say um, one of the newest cryptid profile episodes would, that would be one of my more underrated videos. Yeah. I get it. Like my f probably it's like tied for my favorite video is a cryptid video and it just doesn't perform as well as some of our, you know, unsolved mysteries and stuff. And it's like, we put a lot of time into it. It was an original cryptid. Like I had so much fun making it and then kind of performed me like it wasn't bad, but it's like, man, I was like, yeah. man, I love that. So I don't know. It always seems like the ones that you don't expect to blow up do and the ones you put a lot of hard work into, they're just kind of, eh. yeah, it's true. But it goes back to the originality. It's like, you know, you can post something that, you know, Loch Ness Monster and get a lot of people into it. Or you can post something original and, you know, it comes to a quality versus popularity. I don't know. You just got to keep going. I enjoy it. Yeah. Which series do you, like, what kind of videos do you like making the most? Like, what's your favorite series you do? Right now, it's uh, Cryptid Profile. It's just a lot of fun. Um trying to come up with a short film and uh, doing it in a kind of documentary style video. It's, it's a nice challenge. And um, I've only been doing it for like three months. So it's still very refreshing to do those types of types of videos uh, where I just don't sit in front of the computer for hours trying to uh, get something ready. 
So it's uh, it's fun to get uh, go out into the woods and film. Yeah. Have you have you looked into the long legs monster? Uh, no. Okay, so it's it's weird. Uh, it's the actually the video I was referring to. Unit five twenty two uh, turned me on to the legend and lore. But you ought to watch. I'll watch our video when you get a chance, and uh, feel free to cover it. I think it's really good, and it would work with your in the woods uh, style. Okay. I will check it out. Definitely. It's very. I, I really like it. I think it's one of the creepier things. So definitely, it's a good time. Okay. But uh, yeah, like I, I, my favorite thing to do is go out in the woods and get videos, and like we have like two or three now that we got to do, and uh, you know, I, our, my favorite videos are the ones where we get to kind of act them out, and you know, give it kind of a visual representation. So I don't know. That's I can see why the allure uh, of you actually wanting to get out and go places, because I mean, yeah. in our videos we go to everywhere that we talk about unless it's like an unsolved mystery, we try to go to the place that it happened or like if it's a college, we'll go to the college. If it's something else, we'll go there. But you know, it's a lot more fun when you get to actually produce something instead of just being like, this is this, this is this building. This is that building. You can just kind of act it out. So I have fun. Like we did a slender man video where I set up, uh, you know, notes throughout the woods and went collecting them in the video. And I, that's one of my favorite videos. I don't know. Yeah, you also feel way more proud when you've put in that extra work, um, you know, trying to enhance the quality of the video. It's just way more fun, at least in my opinion. No, definitely. Oh, hey, Michael Scott. Uh, he said, hey, all well, 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 Sir Spooks in the flesh. Hello, Michael. Michael's great. He's a good time. Yeah. yeah so Michael gonna... also asked you one time on Twitter, how do you get all, how do you find all your clips? Like what's your process? Um, I don't really have a secret really. I just go online and search for many hours until I find the one video that is really good. And then I uh, move on and try and find another video and on and on. It just continues like that. Sometimes I'll be really lucky and find some really obscure website that is like 10 years old or something where they have a bunch of old clips that I've never seen on YouTube. And it's just, it feels so good when I find those perfect websites that just have all <laughs> the good materials. <laughs> so is there any Denmark legend or cryptid or paranormal story you think is true or really like messes with you? Um, the sad thing is that there are very few um, urban legends or cryptids or ghost stories in Denmark. I think uh, one could be the Kraken. Um, the Kraken? The Kra yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like the octopus thing in the, in the ocean? Yeah, the giant, giant squid. octopus. Yeah. yeah, squid. We got a game. Well, no, it's not about it. I'm sorry. I was thinking of a... What's that sailing sea game? Of, sea of Thieves. It's in yeah. that. It has the Kraken. Oh, nice. I don't know if that's real. It could be real um, because there's still so much of the ocean that hasn't been explored. So who knows? Maybe, maybe the Kraken is real. I mean, I've seen a lot of research about, you know, the giant, giant squid that's like eyeball is bigger than most people. And so it could definitely be something like that. I don't yeah. know. It's not something I'd want it, not a cryptid I'd like to encounter. <laughs> oh no, definitely. That's it's terrifying. Would be terrifying. 
Yeah, it's like, oh, well, I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, if if someone actually saw the Kraken, they're not going to be able to tell you about it. So any proof that you want to give the Kraken, sorry, they probably didn't make it. <laughs> that is true. So, uh, that's scary stuff. And I think the ocean just in general, I mean, like you said, it's unexplored for the most part. It's like it's so deep. God knows. I mean, there could be anything down there. And, you know, the bigger, it seems like the deeper you go, sometimes, you know, there's some pretty huge creatures. <laughs> yeah. Just not, not my cup of tea. Let's see. <laughs> Low Light said, if it's real, it gives me another reason not to get into the ocean. Yeah, I feel you. When I was a kid, I was all about getting in the ocean, but now I'm a little older, and it's like, oh, uh, there's a lot of things that want to kill me in there. <laughs> it's like, I just, I'll, I'll stick to land. I love the water, but I'm not about it. We've also been having a lot of shark attacks where, you know, in our area, our coast, rather. It's like, oh. Wow, that's terrifying. Yeah, there was a year not too long ago where it was just one after another to the point where it was like, all right, people, you're kind of asking for it by getting in the water. It's like, just don't. This is like a Jaws movie. It's like, oh, no, that person got bit by a shark. It'll probably be fine. But, again, our country makes bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> So, what do you think? Are you scared of clowns, man? Your two biggest videos are disturbing clowns on camera. Uh, no, clowns don't really scare me much. I think I got the idea originally from my sister, who is absolutely terrified of clowns. Um, she would never go to the circus with us, um, and she told me about some clown sightings in the, in France. And uh, then I thought that would be a pretty cool idea if some clowns had been caught on camera. So I made that video and then I guess about a week later uh, in October, the clown, all the clown sightings just went crazy in the US. Um, so I just, it was just really perfect timing. Yeah. When preparation means opportunity, man, luck. <laughs> yep. uh, but now, are you sure you weren't part of some sort of it viral marketing campaign? You got paid under the table there. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't be able to tell you if I did. <laughs> yeah, got some secret deals going on. We'll have to see when <laughs> it too comes out. <laughs> Who knows, man? Did you see it? What did you think of it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Uh, opening day, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, had you seen the Tim Curry one, the TV movie one, or read yeah, the book I, or anything? I have. I started reading the book, but it's like what. A thousand and five hundred pages or something. It's it's really the much. size of the New Testament almost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw the miniseries as well. I thought it was great. Uh, yeah. Although most people think it's really cheesy now, I I think I still find it entertaining. Tim Curry did a good job. Yeah. The he fact did. that it's still compared to this new one, like people are asking which one's better, that says a lot because the new one was amazing. Like it's you don't get very good horror movies nowadays. Like you'll get one out of a, you know, out of every now and then you'll find a good one, but it was really good. Yeah. Um, after dark paranormal said, uh, just don't drink Kraken. Cause after a couple shots, uh, you'll be seeing the Kraken for real. Yeah. Tell me about it. I don't, I like know, anyone Gary. I don't know anyone that actually drinks Kraken. Um, hold on. Pam said talking about oh, her, her chronic pain with fiber. Fibromyalgia. I can't speak. Fibromyalgia. 
We'll definitely send it your way. I hope you, I hope everything turns for the better. Yeah. That sucks. I've heard that's really painful. Yeah, I read a thing actually on like a Reddit post about it earlier today. And Soggy Seal said, Legend of the Boggy Creek. That's a Bigfoot film with interviews. It's really old. I hadn't heard of it. Have you guys heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, is it good? I've not seen it. I've seen like five. Yeah, I've seen five Bigfoot movies, but I haven't seen the most famous one yet, unfortunately. Yeah. But I heard it's pretty good. Uh, did you see Michael Scott's question? I had to step away. He said, uh, what's one paranormal entity y'all 100% believe, like no doubt about it? Well, we kind of talked about that earlier, I guess. But uh, as far as a singular entity. Um, aliens. I don't know if that's a paranormal entity, but I think aliens exist. Number one, that's what got that me. That counts. That would be my it. answer. Yeah. I mean, that's what got me interested in paranormal. I kind of snowballed from there. That's what I, I think. Um, I have a soft spot for Mothman just because that's like what our first cryptid we covered and kind of where our logo derives from. That was um, my first cryptid profile as well. Really? Oh, yeah, that's was. awesome. Yeah. I didn't even know that. I don't even think I've seen it. I'm going to watch that. That's really it's cool. really old. It's, it's also really bad, but it's also my favorite uh, cryptid. Yeah. We yeah. went there. Yeah, we've been to where it happened. And we went to the oh. Mothman Festival. So. That's awesome. And, and the Mothman TNT home. Yeah, we've been into its house, <laughs> like where where they, it supposedly happened, into like the TNT where they would store the the armory stuff, and uh, it's really creepy. Yeah, it's really the, cool. The reason yeah, I said you, that is like we we went to the festival and we were gonna go. We were trying to find his uh, the TNT area, and there were tours, but we were too late to get on the you know get a ticket to go on the bus tour. So it's like, well, let's just go find it. So it's like, how do we find it? And Ethan's on like Google Maps, like Mothman TNT home. And sure as hell, it worked. So if you're yeah, ever, I was just sticking around. <laughs> if you're ever in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, Mothman TNT home, good time. Go check it out. We're going to have a video coming up next month. Yeah. So next month is the Mothman uh, Festival in West Virginia. It's near Ohio. Like Point Pleasant's right there on the Ohio border. So if you're nearby and you haven't been, Check it out. It's like a festival for all things paranormal. People dress up. like It's like a little mini Comic-Con fall festival type thing. I definitely recommend it. It's kind of a long way for us to, to go. That will go this year. And speaking of it, there was a kid last year dressed up as Georgie with the red poncho and the red balloon. I mean, yellow poncho, red balloon. So that was pretty cool. It was a good time, though. I think the Mothman's really the one of the cooler stories. It's like there's just I don't know. It's have you seen uh, have you seen the Mothman prophecies? Yeah. I still haven't seen it. Like I, I love that movie. I'm slacking. I've seen parts of it, but I haven't seen it all the way. I need to. There's just something really creepy about that movie. You should yeah. check it out. I definitely actually was talking to to about uh, Rebecca's. Uh, grandmother's boyfriend was talking to me. Or like we started talking about paranormal stuff. He believes in aliens. He's the first old person that I was openly like, yeah, aliens exist. I think uh, stuff is going on with the government. And he, I mentioned Mothman just jokingly, and he talk, started talking about the movie. I'm like, man, Ron knows a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the first older person I know that that's really up on that. So, but uh, all right, let's see. Try to catch up on the chat real quick. Sorry, I had to find my. Uh... Yeah, where's it? Bleh. Here we go. What are you 
What is that? It's the Mothman shirt. Oh. <laughs> they were actually selling these. I don't know why I got tie-dye, but good time. That's cool. Speaking of shirts, check out Sir Spook's shirt there. So you got, got merch, man. It's pretty cool. You actually did a really good job of marketing it because that's where I was like, all right, I got to get it. He keeps mentioning it. And uh, Michael Scott said he got something. That's so why I was like, I got to pull the trigger. So yeah, it's really cool, man. I'm really glad you got it. I, I had no idea you bought it. I just uh, I just joined uh, the call, and then you were just sitting there with my shirt on. <laughs> I honestly didn't realize what it was until just now. Yeah. I didn't see the text. That's crazy, <laughs> though. That's awesome. Have you ever met a fan in real life? Like, have you seen anyone wear your merch? Yeah, you're a pretty big-sized channel. Uh, nope, haven't met any fans in real life. And I guess that's because... Danish people don't really watch my videos. I think I have about a thousand Danish subscribers. So, I mean, what are the what are the odds of meeting a fan in Denmark? I, don't, I doubt it's going to happen. But uh, so no, haven't met anyone. How about you guys? I thought I did once. <laughs> we were uh, our side channel. The uh, we have a side channel called Stay Strange, where we put like video games and stuff like that. And our uh, emblem is an alien head. And I was going to pick up a pizza one day, and the guy was like, "Hey, man, is your shirt for your for, that shirt's from YouTube, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it is." Yeah. And he's like, "What was that? What was the name of the channel?" It was like Insurgent. What was it, Ethan? Is like Insurgent Team Seven? I can't remember. It's some big YouTube channel. But uh, Team Seven? I don't know, man. I don't. It was an Insurgent something. But I was like, "Yeah, that's it. They're great." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I. I don't know how I would react if I actually met somebody that knew us, but it's it would definitely be like a, a shock. <laughs> well, I have actually met um, someone who watched my RuneScape videos um, because I was invited to uh, the RuneScape documentary premiere in London, and I went, and there were a bunch of people who recognized me. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess I have met some fans of my content, but that was three years ago when I did RuneScape videos. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. I should never stop playing. Damn it. <laughs> Could have got on the documentary. Unfortunately, my like my mom would not pay for uh, the, what was it, membership fee. That's oh. when I stopped playing. I was like, all right, I beat the dragon. I guess I'm going to stop now. So were yeah. those videos back then monetized for you on RuneScape? Or... Yeah, they were monetized for the last three, you know, two to three years, I think. I didn't, I never got paid though, because I didn't get enough views. Yeah. That's how our channel was. Like it, it was close to getting the, I think you had to hit like, it might have been a hundred dollars before they pay you and we never made it. Oh. So just gone. But, oh well. Sorry, puppies get in the shit. So, what's your what does your family think about your your YouTube career, man, or friends? Do they, does anyone in real life watch your content or think it's crazy that this is what you do compared to what they're doing right now? It's uh, I think they all think it's really cool, actually. Um, yeah. At least my friends do, and some of my family. I guess some are a bit more skeptic. Like, can it actually work? Or I think it's mostly elder people who don't really understand the concept of making money off YouTube videos 
Um, but yeah, mostly they, they just think it's really cool. Yeah, like I was talking to my sister the other day and she was just like, why do you even bother with YouTube? I mean, it's not, you can't really make money off it. I'm like, do you know how much some people make off YouTube? <laughs> it's like the top YouTubers make tens of millions of dollars. It's like, it's definitely the potentials there. It's not likely, but I mean, you never know unless you try. So I chase the dragon, man. <laughs> Those dreams in life. Escape the non <laughs> job. So, no. Phantom said that he would come to Denmark and be the fan. Phantom of Darkness, since you don't have that. Sam already shortened it. Like, you have the chat open. Phantom of Darkness said he'd come to Denmark and be your fan. And Thank you. Thank you, everyone, Phantom. It means a lot. Everyone was saying you should come to America. Have you been to America? You recently went to Edinburgh. How much do you travel? I rarely travel. I mostly just go to Sweden, to my grandparents' house. And then maybe once... However many years, I'll go to some other country, but it's usually with family because I really hate traveling alone. Why do you uh, hate traveling? I mean, you live in like the perfect spot to travel to a lot of cool places. Because I mean, Europe's so connected and you can get to like a lot of different cultures really easy. I just find it kind of scary to travel to other countries all by myself. I, I don't get know. it. But I, I do have plans on uh, traveling somewhere with some friends have really thought about the u.s because that would be really expensive yeah but definitely where do you want to go wanting... where's your dream places to go uh uh america the u.s oh. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> yeah because you have so many so many legends and scary stories and uh famous spots for this kind of horror content that we do so it it would be amazing definitely well, if you ever I'm need a ghost tour guide, we're here. Yeah, we, live in, we live in the older part of the country, so we've got plenty of ghost stories. That's awesome. I'm, I'm really envious of that because there's absolutely nothing in Denmark right now. I've just searched countless amounts of hours online, and I just can't find any, any legends from Denmark. It's so frustrating. Michael Scott said, if you come to the U.S., we'll all meet up for a big collaboration. Hell yeah. Definitely. That'd be a great time. That would be awesome, actually. Yeah. So since you, since you are like your, your job is online, have you thought about moving somewhere besides Denmark? Yeah, I guess if the channel really blew up and I, should, I could actually afford to move out into another country, I, I would definitely consider it. Where do you think you'd go? Have you thought about it? Not really that much. I guess your country or maybe England, maybe Scotland. I really like the people in those countries. They're also very polite. And no, uh, we're not polite here. <laughs> <laughs> we are. I haven't, I haven't oh, been to uh, your country, so I, I wouldn't know how, what it is like. But I've been to England and Scotland, and people are very nice. So that could be a potential place to live. Yeah. What did you think of Edinburgh and stuff while you're there? Like, what all did you do? Uh, we, I was there with my mom, and we just basically just saw all the... We just walked around until we found some cool spots to check out. And uh, I really like um, walking up mountains and hills and uh, going into the nature. So we did a lot of that as well. Yeah. 
didn't really, really get to do any scary stuff. Uh, I, I did go to a museum with the uh, Bergen hair inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I told you in the live stream. Yeah. Weeks ago. No, that's really cool. That's where I, when we went to Edinburgh, we went, me and my wife went last summer and that's, I hadn't heard of Burger Burger here before that. And what's really funny is that one of my really good friends is named William Burke. So I never, ever heard of that story. And they're so, and they're really popular. Like they, on a couple, like we did two tours there and they were mentioned in both of them. So, but Edinburgh is amazing. I really like it. That was my second time. I went when I was really young, but I like Scotland and England. So. You really traveled a lot, haven't you? Yeah, I'm very, yeah. That's where the whole, see, talking about in college, like when I was 22, my wife is what really got me interested in YouTube, but she like watched a bunch of beauty gurus. And that's why I realized you could like subscribe and watch people because I'd watch YouTube, but never like it, like I guess like a media content where you like watch people continuously. So back then I was like, man, it'd be cool to have a YouTube channel, but I never had an idea of what to do. But with the strangest, like, I travel a lot. I could just film haunted in strange places where we travel. Blake travels a good amount. So it's just like, that's where it came from. So. Okay. That's cool. It's been fun. Uh, Pamela asks, can you see Aurora Borealis from Denmark? Uh, what, what is that exactly? The Northern Lights. Northern Lights. Uh, oh, oh, the, hold on. Nope. Haven't seen them. I think you have to get, uh, go more north before you're even able to see that. So, That's uh, on my to-do list. What time does it get dark there, your time? Uh, right now, I think about 8 a.m. Yeah. So in the winter, it can be... No, 8 p.m. Sorry. Yeah, I knew what you meant. Yeah, yeah and um, in the winter, I guess it's like... 3 to 4 p.m. usually it gets dark. So that's really early. Yeah. I just realized it's like more of a more judge of how, how north you are because it's kind of hard to tell in Europe how north things are. Like the first time I went to Edinburgh, I didn't realize how north like Scotland was. And then when I realized that I was staying, staying light until 10 o'clock while we were there, I'm like, wow, this is pretty, pretty crazy. And they were talking about how it gets dark at 4 um, during the winter. In our, in our in Virginia here and stays late until like nine in the summer and then gets dark around five thirty in the winter. So Yeah. Sorry, I like hearing about other cultures too. And when I was in Denmark, I didn't really get to appreciate it. So it's really, really fucking cool that that's where you're from. I didn't even know that's where you were from until I found that like famous birthdays thing. For some reason oh, really? I thought you're from the UK. So that's really fucking cool, man. I take that as a compliment then. No, it is. It's awesome. Like, <laughs> do you know because... of any other big like Denmark YouTubers? Like, is there anyone? Oh, here's a good quote. Besides that, like, who are your favorite YouTubers? Like, when you're not watching YouTube, do you still watch YouTube? I do watch YouTube. Um, let me just uh, check out YouTube because it's really difficult to uh, remember. Yeah, what's Everyone. your top ranking sub? Just list the ones who are at the top. Like, what are you watching the most of? <laughs> um, the top right now is a channel called Super Mega, which is um, kind of comedic channel, yeah. which you probably haven't heard of. They're really funny. And uh, also watch some uh, Rocket League YouTubers. And uh, I watch you guys, and I watch a lot of Michael Scott's videos. They're really good. They are really good. He has yeah. a really good, very good quality videos. 
I'm sub. I'm subscribed to like a hundred channels. It would just take way too long. I just wanted to know the highlights of them. That's good. Man. I like uh, newer ones. I've been watching a lot of, at least in the genre, kind of genre we're in. I really like Amy's Crypt that I found from Michael Scott. Michael Scott, of course. Yeah. And I think Mr. Davis has been really crushing videos lately. Like they're really different. So. Uh, I forgot to mention the Proper People and uh, Dan Bell. Yeah. Have you heard of those? No. They usually explore scary places, but they do it in really high quality videos. They're really, really good. So if you're into Arabics or stuff like that, then um, the proper people and Dan Bell are probably some of the best channels out there for that. I'll have to check them out because I really like that. I like the investigation style stuff and just like seeing people go to creepy places. I guess that's kind of what inspired this channel. It's just like I like I like stories, but I want to see where the stories come from. So I'll have to check them out. Yeah, yeah. I, I was really our channel came from like vlog, like meshing vlogs with scary stuff. Like let's connect the two. Like that's what I really think. Um, so what do you think of the word duplication lately? That's like the number one word that took a new meaning like yesterday and lately. Yeah, I hate, I hate that word honestly yeah. because i don't i'm not a hundred percent sure what it even means uh i think that's intentional yeah it's a lot of gray area there i think yeah. it's just meant to be such a broad statement that they can do what they want with it which is scary because i mean they were saying that it could be anything that was used in another person uh, another person's video it would uh let's see gaming without any type of commentary i can't remember the other ones but it was it was okay. very very blanket also compilations, and that's what scares me because I don't know if they think my videos are compilations because to me a compilation could just be some YouTuber putting in five clips and just playing them like without any commentary or anything. Just, um... So I don't know, I, I just, it, it has made me very paranoid and I really, I hope I can uh, stay monetized. I think you're fine. Uh, as far as compilations go, I think that you know the fact that you actually narrate over it create uh, counts as you know fair use because you're adding something to it. You're not just playing someone else's video. But uh, I did see where they were talking about uh, that you couldn't read stories off of other sites. That was very specific. <laughs> like yeah, so that's all the scary stories uh, YouTubers, which there are like hundreds of. So yeah. that's really really rough for them especially some I've seen uh, who just started making uh, it's ju it's just become their jobs now so that's really that sucks it really does it does I mean that's a big chunk of the horror community too yeah and it's you know we had just did a uh, live stream a couple of weeks ago talking about you know reading reddit stories and stuff like that and you know at least crediting your sources but now I mean that kind of gives them the ability to take anything down so it's it's very scary. But I mean, not not everyone can go out and do what we do. You know, not everyone can afford a camera. Not everyone can go out and you know video things. So it's like reading stories is a it's a gateway. So it sucks that you know they're taking it away from the people that are trying. Yeah. yeah. So. so there's like two ways to look at it. Like there's like Sir Spooks, your tweets are what really got me scared about. Like looking at that really dark side of duplication. Like there's the one where you could use duplication to clean up like people are really just like ripping off content. Then maybe you could go further with it and be like someone who's like just using like just the same looped video, same stories as other people, like I guess low effort, like changing stuff. 
But then you have like people like you if you get into like compilations or anything, or you could even get into like stories like Mothman and stuff like that. If you're recounting other stories, like even if you research it, that in a way, like nothing is truly original. And when you get into like derivative works, but when you get into something like Blake was talking about the narration, like gaming content counts at, and reactions count if you add your own narration or your own reaction to it as what do you call it? Forgot the word real quick. As like fair use and adding your own thing to it. So I've always thought like since we write our own scripts and then put stuff over it, could we just rip other people's videos and that count as fair use? And just as long as we edit it together into something different with our own script over it and music and everything. And even in the same like free royalty free music, which I think is more directed at like people who stream other people's music, maybe. I don't know. It seems like two sides where it could be really lightweight to slap people who are taking advantage of maybe like too open of creative commons to where it could really like sh like be used from like a dictator standpoint to where we don't like this channel because it's not advertiser friendly and we have this really broad definition of what duplication is and we're going to ax it. So it's really scary. They just uh, make up new rules all the time and it's get it gets very, very uh, paranoid on being a YouTube creator, especially in the horror community, because you never know what they're going to come up with next. Yeah. And that's the scary thing. And uh, Jersey D uh, said fair use is also a loose term. And I agree. I was about to say that actually it's like, it's like working at a job, except the, the like employees handbook is so vague. <laughs> it's yeah. like you could get fired if you do this, but we're not going to exactly tell you what constitutes as this. It's like this, you know, one day, you know, doing a reaction video is fine. The next day, well, that's a strike against your account. Three strikes, you're out. So it's it's definitely scary. And that's one of the, you know, the fact that we do our own, you know, filmography and stuff like that, it makes me feel a little bit better. But, I mean, we have to use pictures outside sometimes. And who's to say that that person couldn't strike us, you know, or at least claim our video. So, I mean, it's... it's it's hard I think your channel is completely fine. I don't think you have to, anything to worry about because your content is very original compared to many other horror channels. So I think you guys are going to be completely fine, honestly. Thank yeah. you. I hope so. <laughs> I think ultimately, I, I love talking to people on social media, but it also can be really bad like for your mentality of looking at what others are talking about. Same like freaking yeah. out over YouTube. I think most people, if you have subscribers, everyone subscribes for ultimately for your content, almost your personality. Even if you're a narrator, they like they're subscribing to you and continuously watching you because they like you. So you can pivot and do other things. So you shouldn't super freak out about stuff because you already have subscribers. You're already further than you were a year ago or two years ago. So yeah. I don't want people to get demonetized, especially if that's their living. But I think people you shouldn't completely freak out because you've gotten this far for being you you can pretty much do yeah. anything as long as you're kind of faithful to your subscribers and do stuff you still like so and that kind i saw i'm oh, sorry oh, go ahead i was just gonna say i just saw people saying like like narrators saying like they can't write stories and like being really hard on themselves but I, th I think people still have a good opportunity because you've come this fucking far to begin with and youtube is like a like a a waiting game in reality so yeah and when we first started youtube i did a lot of research on you know what to do you know how to you know 
further your channel. And one thing that always stuck with me is like, are you selling your, you know, are your subscribers coming for your content or are they coming for you? Like, are you, so for us, it's like, are they coming for the stories or do they care about you as a, you know, creator? And I think a lot of times when you're at, especially the point you're at, uh, you know, people are coming because they like you. So like Ethan said, if you were to change up your content, I think that, you know, the majority of people would still come with that because they're there to see you. They're not, I mean, they love the stories, but I think they're there to see the person that's making them. And that's why some YouTubers are able to jump off. Like PewDiePie doesn't always just make gaming videos, but people still love him. So I think that PewDiePie's my hero. Yeah, he just doesn't care. But yeah, I think that you as a person, for the most part, you know, is going to, if anything, if shit were to hit the fan, I think you could always, you know, jump to something else and bring the majority of people with you. And unfortunately, that's, you know, <laughs> the hard, the horror uh, community in general is just getting, it seems like we're getting attacked. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure it's, you know, I'm sure other communities feel the same way, but it's just, it's, you know, the whole reading other people's stories really hit me as, oh man, they're really watching. So I don't know. Scary. It's scary. It is scary. Very. Yeah. <sighs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> it sucks. Cause you know, horror has always been my favorite on YouTube. Like even from the early days, like I wasn't making horror content, but I loved horror content. So like I can never get enough of it. So it sucks to see that, you know, well, for one, it's not advertiser friendly. Because, you know, YouTube doesn't want anything that's bloody or, you know, for us, for example, like all of our unsolved mysteries, uh, they tend to get flagged, you know, for whatever you want to call it, not demonetization. But anyway, it's like the hard, the horror community is just not, you know, ad friendly. So in YouTube's eyes, yeah. it's like, why do we need them? <laughs> so, yeah, that's another thing. Now, when I write scripts, I have to, there's a bunch of words I have to avoid, like death or, you know, any kind of uh, non-advertiser friendly word that could be um, considered, you know, something they could demonetize my video for. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's just going to be um, very soft horror uh, in the future. Yeah, and that's what gets me. And I've complained about this a couple times, but you know, when we got monetized, it was kind of out of nowhere. We didn't think we were going to get it, but they went back and, of course, and you know, decided which of our videos were advertiser friendly and which weren't. And one of our videos, which I was really proud of, was a rabies video, and it's like not suitable for users. It's like it's it's rabies. And I just saw a video today that uh, they talked about on the Philip DeFranco show that's uh, about rabies, and they're monetized. And it's like, well, damn. It's like, why can't we get it? It's like, it's not offensive. It's a, it's a disease. <laughs> but in YouTube's eyes, and they're like, oh, well, if you want us to review it, you have to have had a thousand views in the last week. And that's an older video. So it's not getting that. So it sucks. So when you, I, I see you post on Twitter a lot about like the process of you like getting hit for like getting yellowed or whatever, getting hit for monetization before you even like publicly publish a video. When you have to go back and change stuff, what do you change? What do you think hit it? And um, how do you know it like demonetizes it? Do you, how long do you let it sit before something like that shows you? Um, I usually don't change anything because I usually just upload the video to private or unlisted, and then it just uh, gets uh, demonetized instantly. And then I have to request a review, 
So that just de delays the video for at least 24 hours. Um, so I so guess they review it for you, and then you're you're good. So you don't have to change anything. They, they review it um, after 24 hours or so, and then we'll see if it mo it's monetized or permanent permanently demonetized. And sometimes it can be monetized right away, and uh, then I'll maybe wait until the next day to upload the video. Then the second I publish it, it's yellow suddenly. And that's just so frustrating uh, because then you can't earn anything off the video after you've published it. So it's kind of a troll, the new system. That sucks. I mean, we haven't really had to experience it yet, but like, I would definitely be pissed. It's like, you know, you put so many hours into a video expecting it to make you money, you know, make it worth your while. And then it's like, oh, no, you just wasted that time. Not wasted, but it's like, we're not going to help you. Yeah. So that sucks. Like, like, like videos might make you money or our videos make like 10 cents, but it's, it's cool. It's cool that we can see. I'm glad that we're monetized now that we could see like if it ever gets flagged or whatever, because when you're not monetized, you don't even get that. So you don't know whether you're making really rough content or not. So our, our video is definitely the spectrum of it could be considered like not advertiser friendly. So I'm just glad that we can see that now. And Soggy Seal talked about his is a good example too. Like he was on one of our live streams that live stream got got hit for not being advertiser friendly, but then his video that he did for us, like doing like an EMF meter video where he like reviews it and takes it apart, and the whole time he's like cussing like crazy, and it didn't get it didn't get flagged, so it's it's weird. Yeah, we just kind of hope for the best. Yeah, Speaking of nice. which, we have a video coming up right after this live stream. I finished it right before the live stream, so hopefully that's monetized. I don't know. Either way, it was fun to make. <laughs> so, and it's uh, actually kind of inspired by you because it's in abandoned places. So, oh, really? Yeah. yeah so, um, nice. abandoned places of New Orleans. Oh, nice. So, I yeah. I'll check it out. I will check it out at 3 a.m. or whenever. <laughs> <laughs> no rush. But yeah, it's, uh, I had a lot of fun making it. It was a good time. But yeah, it's, you know, I guess you just never know. I mean, do you think that they're checking the tags more? Like, is that what's making, you know, what's flagging videos? Or do you think it's the title? Like, surely they're not actually watching the content. It can be the title. It can be the description. It can be the tags. Or if someone is cussing in the video or if there's something a little too disturbing or bloody or if it involves someone dying or something. So basically anything scary can be hit. Uh, so you're saying if I put a dead body in my thumbnail from the forest, <laughs> it won't make the top five? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> oh, man. I think it comes down to favoritism a lot. Someone said earlier, don't mention the Burger King foot lettuce guy. Uh, <laughs> but that did come to mind, uh, Chills. Like, it's like he's I think he's like the only one on the platform that YouTube really cares about because he's like the biggest in the horror genre. Yeah. But uh I don't know. I, I definitely think YouTube's harder on the smaller YouTubers, or I mean, anyone that's not a giant YouTuber. But it's scary. I mean, a couple months ago, I, I'm awful at remembering names, but you know, there was the user who just got his entire channel demonetized, and that's like you wake up, this is your job, and you essentially got fired. <laughs> yep. And that's just for doing what you've been doing. Yeah, or people you're kind of good. You kind of get scared to check your email uh, 
when uh, YouTube has messaged you. Uh, kind of hoping you don't get that one email that apparently a lot of horror YouTubers have gotten recently. That would, it must be so devastating to get that. I can't imagine. Yeah. Like, I would just be... It's like you've, I mean, for us personally, you know, I mean, you've done a lot longer, so I'm sure it'd be even crazier, but like we've done this for coming up on a year and to think that all of that is just taken away. That's like, oh my God. It's like, we've put thousands of dollars in time and, you know, we've had fun. It's, we've really enjoyed it. Like we don't do it for the money, but like all of that, just, sorry, your, your content's not good for us. That's soul bridge, like just crushing. Yeah, it is. That's why you have to have some sort of an emergency plan in your head or some a couple of plans that you may be able to pull off if if the worst thing happens. Yeah. And now like Ethan and I have full time jobs outside of YouTube. So we have that. <laughs> but I mean on YouTube, like I don't know what we would do. So yeah. go uh, for this Twitch Twitch subs, man. Yeah, go to Twitch. Uh Let's see, uh, Phantom of Darkness said Slumber Reads or Southern Cannibal. I was referring to Southern Cannibal, but I did hear that Slumber Reads got hit recently. And uh, that's just... That sucks. Yeah. And again, like uh, I'm not trying to reference our old live stream about the Reddit versus YouTube too much. But it's just there's so much power in the you know Reddit community if... If three people decide that, well, or find out that you use their, you know, content without their permission, or even if you did get their permission, they decide, oh, I, you know, I don't want it on their YouTube channel anymore. All it takes is three individual people, and you could lose your account. Like it's it's scary to put your, you know, well-being in someone else's hands, especially when there's so many trolls. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just think there's a lot of things that need to be changed in the YouTube algorithm, not algorithm, but the YouTube system in general. It's like people have too much power, it's abused, and people's livelihoods are at stake. So it's like working at a plate, well. Yeah, I don't is... think YouTube even cares much about that. No, because I mean, your account's gone and who are you gonna get in contact with? A generic email response, like it's, they're not looking at it. But it's it's working for a company that is always on the other person's side. Like they're very like I've never seen YouTube be like, well, this guy was right. You know, it's it's usually unless you go through like a fighting process, but like H three H three, you know, uh, well, sorry H three, they had that big lawsuit from where uh, they used the videos guy. I mean, they used the guy's video, and under YouTube's rules, it fell under fair use. But when it came down to the guy complaining about it, YouTube's like, nah, you got to go to court. That's your that's your thing. So. I don't know. It's just, it sucks knowing that you don't really have anyone in your corner. It's like you against the world. So. Exactly. So, man, are you going to do anything different with your videos coming up? Or are you going to change them? Like, what's your long-term plan for the channel? I mean, you just got the new camera I was going to ask you about. So. Um, I have a plan, actually. I think my call and camera videos are going to be longer in the future. I'm going to uh, write longer scripts from now on to hopefully satisfy YouTube somehow. And uh, I'm going to use the new camera for my two other series. And I also have a really big Halloween special planned oh. uh, where it's kind of a secret, but it involves my new camera, definitely. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be really cool, I think. So how did you choose your camera? What were you using before that? Um, 
I was using a Panasonic uh, 4K camcorder, and it wasn't really that great quality, actually. So I asked my friend Michael Scott on Twitter uh, for any recommendations, because he usually has really good quality in his videos. And he, he recommended this camera, uh, the Canon uh, EOS M50. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it does have it. really good quality. Yeah, that's the one I uh, bought, and it's it's way better quality. So he just recommended a couple of cameras that he used, and uh, this one he doesn't use, but he heard good things about it. So I checked them all out, and I thought that was definitely the best one for its price. So what kind so, of lens did you get on it? Or do you have lenses, or like how did you choose that? I did choose a lens, but uh, I don't really remember the name. No, no, it's a lot. It's a whole lot that goes into it. We just yeah. use, so I was actually saving up for a camera for our, our road trip that we went to New Orleans and everything. And then I shattered my, my phone screen, which I also use for videos. I use my GoPro and my phone. And I'm like, well, I guess I've been saving up for the camera. I'm going to get you get a new phone, which is now a camera. So, so I did get another camera, but it's a cell phone, but I was looking at Canon stuff, and Michael Scott, man, he does have some crazy quality. Like, I really, really like Michael Scott's videos. Yeah, same. Yeah, so can you guess what kind of cameras we use? They're super high quality. <laughs> I just said, man. Oh, did you? I'm That's sorry. what yeah, so I use GoPro in my phone. <laughs> oh, I heard the phone part. Yeah, we use GoPros, but yeah. they're surprisingly good. We've had a lot of fun with them. They're so small. It's great for, you know, discreet filming. <laughs> You should get the DGI stabilizer for, like, if you struggle. If you have shaky footage like me, I really have, like, Tourette's. Like, if you look at our Edinburgh video or even any of our Europe videos, that's before Ethan. I had the stable, like, the gimbal. And I didn't mean rough. to talk to you, Ethan. What? I was going through the footage for this New Orleans video coming up. Yeah. And even with the stabilizer, some of your footage is shaky. I am a twitchy person, man. I am a twitchy, shaky, and I I, I move really fast. So even I don't really – I'm not deliberately thinking, so I am a twitchy-ass person. I was just like, how in the hell is it shaking? Yeah, that's why, that's why in some of my videos, if you listen to the footage, you can hear it. Like, you don't hear it in yours, but you hear the stabilizer, even if it's clear, because I'm shaking it so much that it's having to work to stabilize it. Yours, it's quiet. I was <laughs> in marching band, yeah. so I had to roll my feet sometimes. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Jersey said, yeah. yeah, but gimbals are $300 plus, too. Yes, they They're are. They're, They're very expensive. I mean, if you can afford if you're me, man, you should see my footage. It is the worst footage in the world. So I'm good at, at time lapses where I just sit the camera down and forget about it for 20 minutes. So yeah, Ethan's the time lapse king. He's always got good time lapses. But yeah, I'm definitely excited to see your Halloween special. Like that's gonna be a fun time. Thank you. We need to it do will, something. <laughs> it will require a lot of work, but I think it'll be worth it hopefully we'll have to see my turn out trash no i mean that's the horror narration's christmas well i mean not horror narration horror community's uh christmas <laughs> so i mean i think definitely it'll get a good turnout that's something i, I definitely so. want to do last year we didn't really get a chance to we did i think for halloween we ended up doing two stories like right after each other which was kind of our halloween special but uh i definitely want to do something special i love halloween it's, it's always been my favorite holiday yeah, same. 
uh, Faith of the Darkness said the strangest one week ago, oh, sorry, one week ago, over 25 comments in four minutes, people couldn't click fast enough. Awesome video, man. That's a comment I left. Are <laughs> <laughs> you copy posting us? <laughs> no, I, I, I comment, I try to comment on people's videos a lot. Like I'm, I never thought like with our channel, like I really, at first we didn't subscribe to anyone on the strangest. And then from there, when I realized we could like bell up and instantly see their content and see what's up, like that's been a really big help of just being able to watch and see. And also at the same time, it messes with your anxiety because you're like, fuck, this person released two videos this week. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? So. Gotta get, get in my own head. So. No, I feel bad. Ethan's been killing the social media. I'm just an anti-social person. I really suck at social media, so. I psyched myself up over social media. That's why I wasn't on it for a while with like the strangers, but now it's like, you gotta do something, you gotta talk. Gotta, like the community is the coolest thing ever. Like Michael Scott was our first collaboration and it, and it grew from there. Sir Spooks, man. I mentioned this on a live stream when you were watching, but I am so sorry the Birkin hair video did not get many views. because. I'm sorry. I mean, it, it's totally fine. You have to. You don't have to be sorry at all. Uh, it just happens. Sometimes videos don't get as much views as you hope. But we should definitely do another collaboration at some what point. What would you want to do, man? What, what do you have any ideas? I've I've a lot of uh, video ideas. We could do a live maybe. action one. Oh yeah, let's you know, go to dinner. If, if you want the most views, it would probably be a caught on camera video. But if you want my end to be uh, the highest quality, it would be like. One of my other two series, but we can discuss that at some point. We haven't actually done an urban legend one ourselves. Like we've talked about doing urban legends. We've done some creepy pastas, but not an urban legend. Like it's been on my list to do, and we would like and like to do more urban legend videos, but we haven't haven't picked one of the urban legends you've covered. Like which one's your favorite or one you really liked? Uh, can I just quickly go on the check out which ones I've done because I can't really yeah, get involved with them. Yeah. See, that's how yeah. I know you've, you've done a lot, man. That's a, you're impressive. Yeah. White Owl asked Blake, what instrument did you play in marching band? Uh, this is embarrassing. I played the clarinet. See, uh, my parents are cheap and my older sister played the clarinet. So they're like, if you want to be in band, you're playing the clarinet. So that's what I played. But I was damn good at it. That was first chair. I'm not trying to brag. Squidward status. But yeah. Nothing Low bad. Oops, sorry. Lowlight said that they, they run a, a fan Sir Spooks account. I one time had, I sometimes post your videos to Reddit. And I one time had someone notice that I posted more than one of your videos to, to Reddit. And they, they kept like direct messaging me, asking me if I was the real Sir Spooks. So <laughs> you're a pretty popular guy. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know you posted my videos. But yeah, you. man, I, I try to support creators, man. You're the first one I bought a shirt off, so that's that's impressive. I, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. But I really, I really like trying to do stuff because I mean, from us, like we don't really bring much to like a collaboration, and you still worked with us, so definitely try to help out as much as we can for our small reach. So I just want to help out creators that I really feel like deserve more recognition for their work. You know, original, cool horror content really deserves deserves it. I think. Rebecca says uh, that's not the first shirt I bought. I bought, yeah, I bought a uh, Sugar Pine Seven, but they're not. 
that's not someone and Calchop, but those aren't people I've ever worked with before. The only YouTube shirt I've ever bought was uh, the bacon shirt from Epic Mealtime, but <laughs> that was way back in the day. But now that I know there's Sir Spook shirts, next live stream. <laughs> so, so who did you get the, like? How did you design it, and what made you to do like decide to do the merch and go with like Teespring and all that? Like, what was your thought process behind it? Was it more successful than you thought? Because it seemed like you got a really good response from them. Um, I just thought it'd been two years, and the channel had grown pretty quickly, and a lot of people asked for merch, but. I wasn't really good at designing it, so I asked my friend Mass, who uh, did like did some uh, graphic design himself. So um, I just bought the Illustrator program for him, and and then we just worked together to come up with some sort of design. And and then uh, we just thought uh, the skull I use for my um, uh, channel icon, maybe we should just do like a simple outline of that. Um, and then we just did it. And uh, yeah, the the response is really cool, and uh, yeah, went pretty well. So I'm happy about that. No, I really liked it. I liked how simple and clean it was. It's really cool. So I was really glad that I could get this in charcoal because I really I, I hate like super plain black shirts. And our, our my favorite strangest shirt is black, but like it shows up dog hair a lot more than like a charcoal color. So when I saw you could actually change the colors, that's that's super sold me for anyone else on Teespring. It's like instant. So but, yeah. we have a new shirt coming out soon that I'm really excited about, and it's a really funny design, I think. And uh, I guess Ethan shows the color, and I was like, oh, what's the color? It's like pink. That's like I only I usually only wear black. But since the strangest shirts have come into production, I rarely wear black because they won't make me black shirts. It's always colorful shirts. <laughs> so it's like yeah. most, most of my wardrobes, red, blue, green, not black. Yeah, now we, we make our own shirts. My wife makes them. She bought like a shirt shirt press. So we'll design stuff. And actually like our first like test run of stuff because it was like a art of her getting them to make them last. Uh, came is going to our patrons and people are really helpful in the community. So, and then from there, we're going to do a, in September a shirt giveaway, like once a week, get out a stranger's shirt. So, that's cool. Please don't send me a shirt. How do you how do you find your merch? Um, we just, it's not it's not available yet. It's it's select because it was like um kind of like test runs, small okay. like we wanted to be able to make a lot of weird designs fast. And I don't know, so we like Rebecca was really up for it and she wanted to be able to make stuff. So she got like a, a printer for it and a press so that she makes them. So like um I don't know. I don't know what shirt you're wearing right now, Blake. Is it one of them? Yeah, it's the strangest oh, yeah, things in the, life. Uh, yeah, I mean sometimes we'll just find like little designs. I mean we're not really selling them, so it's like whatever, we'll just put whatever on them. Uh but yeah, I'll just Photoshop something. Rebecca makes it, it's fun. So first batch is going to to Patreon people, then we're gonna do a giveaway. Then we'll make it available in some way for a little bit. I always thought for like Patreon uh, like Patreon if someone was like up for doing like a like a monthly or quarterly shirt shirt subscription where we could come up because we come up with a lot of different weird ideas that are kind of related to the channel. So but it's it's fun, it's it's different. Uh Angel the Killer asks, What's y'all's favorite candy bar? <laughs> 
Uh, gotta shake it up a little bit. Does Reese's count as a candy bar? I'm going with that. What's your sir spooks? Is it something Denmark only, or is it something? Do you like candy? I do like candy. Uh, I'm not. Uh, is it called bounty? Do you know that's what a, bounty is? I think that's no. a detergent. No, it's a quicker picker rubber. It's paper towels. <laughs> you said bounty? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here it's paper towels. Let me Google it. <laughs> okay. When we were in like England or Scotland, we got these cookies at a gas station that I never thought were gonna be like anything special, but they're like the most delicious like chocolate chip cookies. Like it had like chocolate on the oh. back. And I was like, this is amazing. Let's try to find these everywhere, and we could never ever find them. Like <laughs> it looks like an almond joy or like a mounds. Uh, is it just a uh, coconut? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, here it's basically a mounds, which I love too. I love coconut. So good taste. <laughs> yeah, we don't have this. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so how long does your merch run for? Is it like indefinite or do you have like a time frame on it? Or how did it work? Um, every campaign is five days and then it just aut automatically relaunches after that after the five days. So it it's just infinite, pretty much. I was wondering because it said like a time frame on it on mine. I was like, oh shit, I didn't know this was time. I'm glad I saw this when I, when I did, when I made this decision because I would have been really bummed out if I'd actually clicked on it and I couldn't get it. So Well, that that's how Teespring works. You can't really do it uh, just infinite. You have to put a time frame. And then uh, when that time frame runs out, you it, they start, you know, making uh, the products and sending them out. So that's how, yeah. it's work how it works pretty much. It's pretty neat, though. Like now, all we do is just like you know, here's an idea, and then we just send it to the you know sweatshop that is Rebecca. It's like make these shirts. So, if we ever had like a really successful shirt to where Rebecca couldn't keep up with the man when we were selling them, we'd put it up on Teespring or something to like ease it. But um, what on White Owl's in here? What's up, White Owl? I'm sorry you've been busy. We've missed you a whole lot. Was a little worried about you. you. Said you were going to be on the last live stream. And you weren't there, so we worry about people. <laughs> all right, all right, Sir Spooks, man. Do you have any advice for any other YouTubers or people trying to start out? Like, what would you contribute contribute to your success? Like, how did you go about growing your channel originally in the beginning? You definitely have to. Um make videos about something you're the most passionate about. Um, yeah, and then uh, kind of try and um, plan out what kind of content it'll be and how often you want it to go out. Um, because you also want it to kind of, you know, be something people actually want to watch and something you'd want to watch as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that's it. So someone asked, what's your favorite anime? Have you watched anime? Um, not really. I only The only animes I've watched are the Studio Ghibli films. That's the only anime I like, actually. Yeah. Is there any, like, Denmark-only TV or movies you like? Or is it all, like, foreign? 
since Denmark's so small. I don't know. Uh, is this uh, for animes or just anything? Anything, anything. Sorry. Um, there, there are some pretty good Danish movies. Um, not a lot of horror movies, unfortunately. We don't make those in Denmark. Uh, mostly it's just foreign movies and TV series. Yeah. As far as anime, let's see. Got Death Note, Attack on Titan, Elfin Lead. I don't know. I like some. I like a lot of anime. Um, but also, Carrie asked, uh, "What type of music you're into?" Oh, that's a tough question. I, it really changes um, depending on what mood I'm in. Uh, I don't know. What could it be? <laughs> I don't have any particular genres, really. Uh, it's a tough question. What do you? What about you guys? What are you into? Mine's kind of changed. When I was in high school, it was a lot of you know rock, like Three Days Grace, uh, Breaking Benjamin, Lincoln Park, stuff like that. But now it's more of like I like Panic at the Disco a lot. <laughs> I've always liked Panic at the Disco, but really just anything. Uh, I've kind of got a broad spectrum. It doesn't, you know, as long as it's got a good beat, I'm good. So I'm definitely yeah, not as same. definitely not as jaded as I used to be. Yeah, I listen to the most like lo-fi music, the like the elevator type music on YouTube. Okay. That they stream. I listen. I listen to lo-fi a, a lot as well. So, yeah. so uh, Follow Up Boy just released an EP yesterday. That I like. That it was actually three songs. The first, the first song that's named after. It's like uh, the Lake Effect kid or whatever. That's that was produced by the person who did the from. Under a Cork Tree album, the album that made oh. him famous. I actually like those three songs. They're pretty good compared to Fall Out Boy's most recent stuff. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, I've been listening to Fits and the Tantrums lately. It's good stuff. If you ever need a, something to drive to, <laughs> Phantom of Darkness said, I like Nickelback. I my, my aunts partied with Nickelback a lot. Like drink Patron with them and a bunch of stupid stuff. Right. I used to like Nickelback a lot. I'm not gonna lie, but I was I've kind of grown out of it. I guess. Isn't it popular to hate on Nickelback or something? It's very yeah, it's popular like to hate on Nickelback. Meme. Yeah, internet. The internet meme hates Nickelback. But I'm sure there's yeah. a lot of people. It's like, oh, here's a good one. What's a guilty pleasure of yours? Both of you guys. As far as music. Anything. It could be music or it could be like TV or anything. I feel like anime is my guilty pleasure. Like, I really like anime. <laughs> Other than that. <sighs> um, could it be anything? Like yeah, anything. Movies? I do like a lot of the teenage uh, slasher films. They're just really entertaining, although they're obviously kind of bad, most of them, but I love to watch those. Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, like we said earlier, it's like you don't get a lot of good horror movies or anything like that. So you got to take what you can get. Sometimes they're teenage slashers. I do admittedly get a little upset when I see a movie. It's like, oh, this looks really good. And it's like PG-13. It's like, oh, man, that's going to suck. <laughs> but yeah. I like him. I like I like uh, NASCAR. It's my really big guilty pleasure right now. I read about it nonstop. It's embarrassing. Do you know what NASCAR is? Um, racing, 
Yeah, I ran that car racing in America. Yeah. Yeah. Racing, bad time. We would have accepted either. But yeah, it's just people going around the circle a lot. But Ethan's pretty good at guessing who's going to win. <laughs> oh, yeah. I gamble on it. I gamble a lot. So that's what got me excited in it. Since I, I work in an office, we have a lot of office pools. So it's always like, throw $10 on this. Who's going to do this? So uh, that's how I get. To, like, I'm not a really big person who's in the sports. But if it, money's involved and I'm trying to, that was my side hustle before YouTube was gambling. So. Mm. All right, you guys stretch this 12 more minutes you guys what's any last things you guys want to talk about anything from chat ask anything so because we don't want to keep search spooks up too late because what time is it your time it's almost 3 a.m oh yeah, fuck, i appreciate I forgot about your that. time no, i really, really appreciate it it's completely fine <laughs> how late do you usually what's are you a night owl or are you a morning person i'm a night owl definitely yeah like Usually I'll go to bed at 2 a.m. or so. So yeah, definitely sometimes much later. How about how about you guys? It changes. Lately it's been really late. I've got I had one bad sleep schedule and now I've been going to sleep at 3 a.m. So I'm trying to get out of that, but usually it's around like midnight. Okay. Depends I'm... how much how many like dink memes there are on Facebook that night. I would have bed <laughs> so... between like Nine and ten, and wake up at four or five. So, oh god, I could never. Morning person. Uh, Carrie asked, "Favorite movie?" Oh, that's a tough question. Um, <clears throat> I have so many favorites. I think one of them, the more recent ones that I really loved, was uh, Whiplash. Um, have you seen it? I haven't seen Whiplash. It's on my. I've been trying to convince my wife to watch it with me, and it's been like on my watch list for a while, and I have not seen it. But I know it's like it's supposed to be really good, really like highly acclaimed. It's so. really really intense movie about uh, this jazz band, this young guy who gets into this jazz band, and his his teachers just really rough on him because he has a, a talent that he. Uh, wants him to you know further further develop um it's really good you should check it out it's probably my favorite movie right now wow i definitely need to look at that like i i need to watch more movies like I'd, I'd say like my favorite probably my favorite movie is the thing uh, i've just always had, i've always had a soft spot for that one i just really like it and uh but also like i don't know why it's always stuck with me the green mile it, which isn't horror, of course, but like it's always just been really interesting to me. I've always liked that movie. Tom yeah. Hanks kills it. How do you feel about the Shawshank Redemption, then? Oh man, it's classic. I haven't yeah, seen it. So I haven't seen classic. it. I haven't seen it. I like, like Shawshank Redemption. Redemption. I mean, it's got it's got freaking like, um, what's his name, Morgan Freeman in it. So I know it's yeah. good, but I haven't seen it. It's on my list. It's been so high on my list. I just haven't gotten around to seeing it. But I know that's like said to be one of the best. Yeah, it really is. I love it. It's also one of my favorites. Uh, Chris Mattias said, can Sir Spook say his famous line that he says after each video? Uh, oh, no. Uh, my famous line. I'm so tired. What is it? <laughs> um, <laughs> what is my famous line? Why can't I remember it? Um, 
They're just making up things. So this is I, I just make up things along the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do Do you guys remember my line? <laughs> I, can't remember our, I can barely remember our own. The only reason I can is because like, it's in our name. <laughs> because I have like three lines, I always do like uh, subscribe for more scary content. My name is Sir Spooks, and I'll see yeah. you all in the next video. Yeah, I thought well, so my name is Sir Spooks, but I didn't think that was it where you'd remember because it's in your name. It's the name. <laughs> right. uh, Phantom, Phantom Darkness said his name is Linus. I'm so tired. <laughs> Uh, Carrie said, I prefer Pump Fiction to the Shawshank, <laughs> the Shawshank Redemption. Is it like a porn adaptation of Pulp Fiction? Fiction? No, I actually haven't seen Pulp Fiction either. It's yeah. also a great movie. I'm struggling. All right. Uh, Phantom of Darkness asks, what is our favorite soft drink? Or cola? Or what else? What are other words for it? There's a lot of soda. Pop. Yeah. I, mean, I call it soda. Um, Dr. Pepper. It's like Dr. Pepper, Mr. Pib. Minus Coca Coca Cola. Yeah, the simple one. Like I, uh, I like Dr. Pepper. I haven't had it in a year and a half, but that was my favorite. So. Yeah, it's. I'm kind of weird. Like I like certain drinks from the bottle better, and then certain from the tap better. Like Coke. I think Coke straight from the like fountain drink is the best. But then like if it's a bottle, Dr. Pepper. So I don't know. There's a reason Coke's been in business so long, besides yeah. the cocaine. <laughs> what are you guys gonna be for Halloween? Is it bad? Like I I think I've decided what my dog's gonna be, but I don't know what I'm gonna be. I so. usually don't dress up. It's not uh Halloween isn't that that big in Denmark, so I would, I would just i would just be the one person uh walking around in a costume that would feel kind of weird but dude you should dress up and live stream it man just make your own halloween you're sir spooks <laughs> is the day of the dead uh, is that a is that just mexico or is it spain because i mean i guess that would make sense that it's not really that big around the world i know it's mexico yeah speaking of which go see coco everyone coco is an amazing movie <laughs> I watched that recently. It's all about you know the Day of the Dead. It's great. But yeah, that's a bummer that Halloween's not big there. Like when I was a kid, I loved it, of course. But now I really, I really enjoy. Like t this was my this past year was my last. I mean, my first year being able to give out candy and decorate the house. So I was super into it. A lot of kids were scared to come to my house. Yeah, that must be really cool just to have the entire neighborhood like covered up with uh, decorations and stuff. Blake went hard last year, man. He had it all decorated. And true procrastination status. Like I went to Walmart and like the Halloween store the night before and just started decorating random stuff like spider webs, lights, caution tape. It was a good time. I had a fog machine. <laughs> but like there was little kids. I've got a picture I'll have to share sometime. And it just kind of fits the entire night where there's this kid, like she already got her candy and she's dragging her mom away from my house trying to get away from it. I was like, this is the spirit of the holiday. Uh, Rebecca asked, what's Navi going to be? Navi is my dog. Uh, I'm thinking about making her uh, Wolf Link from Zelda Twilight Princess because I'm a Zelda nerd. So, And she's a husky, so it'll kind of work. Yeah. 
Sassy is going to be that Scooby-Doo, Scrappy-Doo, one of the doos. Sassy-Doo. Yeah, Sassy-Doo. There we go. All right, let's see what else is. Uh, what are some other questions? Let's try to... Man, I thought someone else had asked something else that was specific. Struggling. Yeah, I know. Sorry, you guys. It's getting What's close your to... favorite horror movie? I'm asking everyone else except me because I've already answered mine. Yeah, you said the thing. Uh, mine's uh, Strangers. That's biased. I mean, I liked it before. I worked at the movie theater when it came out. It really freaked me out. I like movies when I'm done. Like, it's something that the whole because you're home thing, because it could happen. It's something, I mean, it's just realistic. Recently that I've seen, I liked, um, man, what was that movie? Uh, man, it was the No Sound movie where they couldn't talk this year that came out. Uh, Quiet Place. Yeah, Quiet Place is my favorite one that's come out this year. I haven't seen that yet. Then I'd say Hereditary. It, uh, it has some really, really fucked up stuff in it. Uh, have you seen it? We did. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely weird. Like, I was not expecting uh, a certain character to be killed off so soon. <laughs> I was just like, what? That happened? <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely an interesting movie. Uh, there's there's actually been a lot of good, like, I, you know, I was talking earlier about there not being very many good horror movies, but we've had a good string lately. Like, Get Out was good. Apparently, A Quiet Place was good. It was really good. Hereditary. So... Maybe horror's making a comeback. Although I heard the Slender Man movie was awful. So that was disappointing. It's like, how do you have the the creepiest concept and you just mess it up? It's like Slender Man is it's so it's so creepy. Like you, you you have to work hard to mess it up, but apparently they messed it up. I think the studio interfered way too much. I think it was gonna be an R rating at first, and then they just cut out all the scariest scenes. Um, so I guess that might be why one reason why at least yeah that's a shame now there is a uh, Five Nights at Freddy's movie coming out in the next year or so so that'll be cool if anyone's into that <laughs> I'm, that's, I'm that's probably my they can do. that's probably yeah. my guilty pleasure uh, Jersey ask would you do the Bogman in Denmark story Oh yeah, um, really close to where I live, um, the the oldest discovered bog body was found, like really close to where I live. So I might, you know, go to that location, to that moss or some what it's called, yeah, uh, the swamp. Um, you know, at night to see if you can catch anything on camera, do a paranormal investigation. So yeah, I think so. That'd be really cool. Put that camera to use, man. I haven't even heard of that, so that seems really interesting. You should do that. I will, definitely. Yeah. Cool deal. Well, we're hitting nine, uh, so we're going to go ahead and start closing things down. But, uh, yeah, if anyone has any last-minute things in the chat, feel free. But thanks again for coming on, man. It's been a good time. Sorry to keep it you was, up so late. Thank you for having me. It was It was fun. Yeah, yeah, I really appreciate it. Definitely would like to collaborate again. We'll come up with something a little bit better than the one I came up with before. I'm really sorry about that, dude. <laughs> no, don't have to be sorry. We'll yeah. just uh, we'll we'll chat about it. Come up with a good idea. Definitely, definitely, we're down for anything. 
Yeah, so uh, everyone be sure to check out Sir Spooks. Uh, his channel's in the description below. Great channel. Go check him out. It's good stuff. And uh, yeah, as far as us, uh, if you haven't subscribed, feel free. You know, uh, we do have a new video. I just had to change it because we're running up on it. But we have a video coming out in 15 minutes, which is on uh, Bannon Places in New Orleans. Hopefully you guys like it. Let us know. Yeah. Check us out on Discord. That's where we really stay up to date with people. But we're also on Twitter. Try to post there every day. Instagram. Trying to post there. Instagram TV posted some stuff. Definitely, if you have not subscribed to Sir Spooks, which actually someone did tweet yesterday that they subbed off of us from you, from us to you. So we got you one person. Uh, That's awesome. Like, definitely do it. Hit the bell button. You won't be disappointed. He puts out a lot more videos than we do, a lot higher quality. So check it out. Not true. Um, not true. <laughs> for real, they're really good. There's a reason why you have so. That's a, there's a reason why you've grown so much, man. It's fucking amazing. Uh, next week. We're also gonna not be. We're gonna be at 7:30, so 30 minutes from when this one started. Next week, we're gonna have Mark Bot on. If you haven't ever subscribed to her, or checked her out. We did an interview with her on her channel, but we're gonna have her on ours. So 7:30 Eastern time or New York City time. So again, subscribe to Sir Spooks. It's amazing. So any closing thoughts, Sir Spooks? Last minute. Uh, thank you so much for having me and. Uh... It's been fun. Uh, yeah. it's first time I've tried being on a live stream, and uh, I think it went pretty well. Are you going to so, stream on your channel, Lenny? I sure. thought about doing a live Q&A sometime, but I'm kind of terrified of you know, how many people would potentially show up. Uh, yeah. So this is good practice, at least. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We people to break the ice with you. We'll do. <laughs> Thank you. No, no, but we're also supposed to be tomorrow night. We're going to be on Swamp Dollar's stream. It's tentative. We just weren't talking about it last night. So we'll be on his channel. So if you haven't checked out Swamp Dollar somehow, it's going to be a fun time. We did a couple weeks ago. We had him on and it was like a three and a half hour stream. It was, it was a long time. And well, man, I have a lot of things. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> also, if you don't like watching these afterwards, you still like want to keep up and just listen to them. Not on YouTube. We have been posting them as podcasts now on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, other platforms. So you should be able to find it if you like podcasts and listen to the audio version of things. I forgot about that. I'm super excited yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. If you search Spotify, just the strangest we pop up, you'll see uh, our most recent stuff. So it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, one last thing. Wake Paranormal TV said you guys headed to Mothman Festival in West Virginia in September. Maybe. Yeah. It's Good still up in the air. Are you doing it? We can collaborate. That'd be like the main reason why we would go. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to go. We went last year. I'd love to go again, but it's it just kind of up in the air right now. But hopefully, but yeah. Uh, again, thanks for thanks for hanging out with us, man. It's been a really good time. <laughs> yeah. Until next Definitely. time, you guys. Yeah. Stay strange. Stay strange. Bye, guys.